Okay, so his name was Satchel Rhinestone? Slim thug and zero, yeah, I'm still bullshit. Need to sit down, take a two and two more money till we run it. Till we get it, pow, pow, let it cool us, twist us, ain't talking. Money speak, all that bullshit, keep it. Run the side, run the side, run the Thank you for calling Echo Park. This is Marla. How may I help you? Hey, who am I talking to over there? This is Marla. Oh, hey, Marla. This is Satchel. Satchel Rhinestone. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. And how about yourself? I'm sorry? I, I'm, I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm fine, thank you. How can I help you, Satchel? Well, I'm actually pretty new to the neighborhood, and we're neighbors. Are we? Yes, ma'am. Well, probably I'm talking about the business address. I don't know your personal, but I was cruising on by, and it seems like you guys do some type of automobile delivery. Right now, I'm in the call center. I'm not at the dealership, so. Okay, but you're you, you're you familiar. Have a service or something. Well, I mostly had to call in and check and see what you guys were really about. Well, Echo Park is a very large auto discounter throughout its nationwide, and we have hub locations which have vehicles at them, and then we have delivery centers, and Austin is a delivery center, so they, people choose from the vehicles at the hub locations and have them shipped to the delivery centers. Ah, well, what's the catch? What's the real situation over there? As far as what? As far as the carrot that they seem to be dangling in front of me, I'm wondering when they're going to pull out the whip, if you know what I mean. I'm sorry, as far as the what they're doing in front of you? I see that carrot dangling ahead of me, right? Getting a car delivered seems like a mighty fine deal. But I'm wondering when the other side of that coin, you know, I've seen the head. I'm curious as to what the tails entails, if you will. What it entails? Mm-hmm. Um, I, well... We do all of the numbers up front. If you have a trade, we're going to value that trade. If you need financing, we're going to get that for you and give you all the numbers. Uh, if you're just paying cash, we'll give you the drive-out numbers too. Well, Marla, let me ask. It, You've heard the phrase, sure. you can't have a delicious roast beef without taking care of a couple cows, right? We understand that you know, with light comes dark, a little ying, a little yang. So this sounds like a good deal. I'm just curious as to what the yang is, if you know what I mean. Well, I guess the yang would be different for a lot of or different people. Um, what would be your yang? Well, I don't like communists. Communists? Okay. Um, Satchel, did you look at our website and did you find a vehicle that you really like? Honestly, I was driving down the street. I saw this and I said, I got to give them a call. I'm, you know, I'm two blocks down from you. So I figured it makes sense for me to reach out and see what you guys are dealing with. That's what we're doing. Uh, what other questions can I answer for you? Well, I'm curious. How long have you guys been in business? Oh, well, we're, we're, we're uh, Sonic Automotive, which is one of the four largest uh, auto dealerships in the nation. So it's been for a very long time. I've been in the business for 22 years, and Sonic's been there longer than me. Have you worked for Sonic that entire 22 years? No. Okay. Okay. Well, I was curious there. Hmm. I guess I'm wondering, if you if you had to say your number one competition in the area, would you give it a name or would you call it a spirit? 
I certainly would not call it a spirit. Is there something I can, else I can help you with? Hmm. I feel like you've been very helpful so far. I think we got down to the bottom of it for the most part. I guess I kind of do want to want to circle back around and touch on that yang that you brought up. And touch on what? That yang that you brought up when I was talking about the yin and the yang example. Oh, well, yeah, you yeah, you brought up the yang. I just didn't know what your yang was. Communism. Com oh, yes, communism. Um, okay, was there anything else, Satchel, I can do for you? I guess, really, I just want to make sure that you guys aren't in any way communistic and that the leadership there doesn't hold any communistic values. That's truly my concern. Um, I'm, I can tell you that no one I know in this company is a communist. Thank you very much, Satchel. That's good to hear. Anytime, Marla. I'll circle back and we can be in touch in a few weeks. Hello? Yes, I'm right here. Ah, yes, I guess. Hello? Um, is like a sales manager there, I suppose? Okay. Uh, our sales manager's already left for the day. Is there someone else that can assist you? Um, I guess anyone on the sales floor or maybe even a front desk person. I'm not sure who I'm talking to yet. Okay. Do you need, do you need new car sales or pre-owned sales? Either, frankly. Hey, can you hear me all right? Y yes, sir. Hey, this is Satchel, Satchel Rhinestone. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I'll cut right to the choice. I was uh, just on the phone with one of your competitors uh, less than a block from you. I think you know who I'm talking about, Car Delivery Place. A car delivery place? Uh-huh. They do deliveries for cars. Hmm, less than a block from me. Reckon about a block. But I... Uh, I was scheduling an appointment. We were going through the motions to take a look at a couple cars. And the woman I was on the phone with let it slip that she had, I mean, can I just be, can I be blunt with you? Yes. Communist sympathies. She started talking about communism and the Soviet Union. And I'm from a Polish family. I didn't even know what to say to that. And I wanted to give you guys a call. And frankly, I don't mind spending money. I, you know, I need wheels. I, I need you know, me and my wife both need new cars. I'm not looking to spend money at some red diaper baby establishment, if that makes sense. Red diaper babies? Yeah. Communist. Bunch of whiny babies, respectfully. No no disrespect, sir. Oh, okay. So you said communist. Is that what you said? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. I mean, we don't even... For one, talk about politics whatsoever. We're here to just help you out with the, the cars. That's weird. I've never experienced that in my life. Right out the gate, she starts talking about, I mean, she's using phrases I've never heard before. And I asked, I just had to ask her, I said, what are you talking about? And she said, do you know anything about communism? And I said, well, I think I know enough. I think I could ask my grandfather what he thinks about communism, right? You know? And, uh, and, uh, she just kept chit-chatting on, just going off about, oh, wh whose history are you reading? Oh, what? Well, well, tell me about the schism. Be schism between what? What are you talking about? I hung up the phone. Yeah, that's that's crazy.
I don't mind if you are you a political guy. Have you voted before? And you're allowed to. You're allowed to. There's not, nothing wrong with voting. But it, the second you get out of that little voting booth, I don't want to hear a peep out you. How does that sound? Exactly, yeah. So is, is there a political affiliation associated with this dealership? No. Okay, no. thank God. Okay, well, how late are y'all open till? Okay, well, I'm going to tell my wife, and I'm going to, well, first, I'm going to double check with her and make sure that she's not too worked up from that last phone call. And if uh, if things are able to settle up, I might be seeing you less than a half hour. We'll find out. Okay, yeah, do you know what you're looking for? A car, a car or two. Right now, I have a, I have a Lexus and a BMW, and they're both over five years old. Okay. Um. And do you, because the only issue, of course, like with what's going on right now, we only do have a few vehicles, and I wouldn't want you to come out here and let's not have a vehicle. Um, see, we have like a Yukon XL, which is like the big SUV. I don't know what your price range is. Uh, you know, now I'm kind of wondering, the communists did have a whole lot of cheap cars. Maybe they were onto something. The lady I just got off the phone with. <laughs> um, I mean, we it, it just depends on what what price range you're looking at. Hmm. Well, can I call you back in like a half hour? Yeah, yeah, just call back and ask for Eli. Nut up or shut up. We have Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's. Big Bob's has all the nuts. With the largest truck nut selection in Texas, the truck nut state, and on the internet. Look at those nuts. Don't be a wimp and show them your nuts this summer. I love a man with truck nuts. All double axle nuts are 20% off for a limited time. Mm, truck nut. Only at Big Bob's Truck Nut Emporium. Big Bob's. Well, I'm hoping you can help me a little bit. You said your name was Lynn? Yep, that's correct. Well, this here is Eli. Uh, I work right up the street from you. Um, I just got a call from one of your customers saying that Eli over at Mark Miller Buick is a communist. Saying just to, right then, right, right out the gate, saying that they didn't want to come by. I had an appointment book with them online. And they said that they had found out that I personally was a communist from y'all over there at Drive Time. And I reckon there's some sort of miscommunication. I wanted to get right ahead of it, give you a call, introduce myself, and see what was going on. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I mean, when did they say who they worked with or anything? If Fresh Lead called him for the first time this morning, set up an appointment that was supposed to be about 15 minutes ago. I didn't get a response to my follow-up text, so I called him. Um, Man is spitting venom. He's spitting venom at me, and I'm I'm trying to figure out what's going on. He's yelling, hooting, hollering, all, all types of just anger. I I figure I called him at that time. Must have been an accident or something. So I say what's going on. He starts saying, "You effing." He's saying the f word. He's saying the f word to me. He's saying, "You effing communist. You effing." And I I thought he was just saying that as an insult. And then he told me he went by drive time and was telling him about the Yukon XL that they were going to be stopping by to take a look at tonight. And then someone over there said, yeah, Eli, I know him. He's a communist and says that I'm a guy that goes to communist meetings and goes to communist rallies. And I got nothing but love in my heart. I don't – nothing but love in my heart. 
but come on, right? I mean, if I said that about you, you would you'd have you know you you'd be upset too, right? No, no, I got you hundred percent. But there there has been no communication like that at all today. Like I don't know who who would have said anything close to that because all of us here today, especially, have just we're super chill. We're not gonna talk bad about anybody. I've been on a lot. This is my first month on a lot, okay? I'm new to this. I get you haze people. We got a little bit of friendly competition here. I would never call anyone on your lot a communist. No, we would never do that. Well, I'm, you're saying no, that, Lynn, and I wanted to try my hardest to believe you, and I'm not trying to disrespect you, especially since I don't know you yet, but a young man named Satchel Rhinestone gave me a call and said that he was down at your shop and that you had called me a communist on the lot. Not you personally. I want to be clear about that. But someone at the business there. And I'm not here to level accusations, and I'm sorry if I ruffled your feathers in any way. But I just yeah, want to get uh, to the... What was that? I said, no, you haven't. Well, okay, so his name was Satchel Rhinestone? Satchel. That's what he was telling me. That was what his appointment first came in at. I confirmed when I talked to him on the phone. We don't even have any customers with that name. Yeah, so I, I do know. I mean, I could let you talk to my GM if you would like to, but we uh, we definitely don't uh, don't promote that kind of behavior at all. I, uh, you would, you would, you would, you would, you would, you would never catch me here and catch me calling someone the c word. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm gonna give Satchel a call. Yeah, I'm going to give Satchel a call, and I'm going to settle this up with him. But I'm going to be honest with you, Lynn. I might stop by there just to introduce myself, shake a couple hands, and make sure that we're all gravy. No, that's fine. All right. I'll come by. I'll be seeing you. Thank you for calling One Love. Can I help you? Hey, sorry. I was just trying to give you all a call, and I got disconnected somehow. Okay, what's up? What can I help you with? Well, my name is Satchel, Satchel Rhinestone. I'm a TikTok creator. Uh-huh. And I wanted to reach out to you all based on a recommendation. You know Eli over at the Chrysler Dodge right up the way from you all? Yes, I do. So Eli had told me that you guys give a discount to communists. Is that true? <laughs> no. Yeah, he said you guys give a special communist discount. He said it, he said it was called like the, the red flag wave or something like that? No, that's weird, no. Okay. I, I, I had just met Eli briefly. I went over there to talk about that Yukon XL that he has. And I don't no disrespect to the guy, but him and I were just chit-chatting. And he said, oh, have you read Marx? And I said, no, never read Marx. And he got in my ear about it and definitely got me curious. But then he told me I should head down to y'all's shop and get a little – he called it the red flag waived discount. You guys waive a certain percent. No, we don't do anything like that. Do you do any special type of deals with people that are very famous on TikTok? I have 300 million followers. I mean, no, we haven't, but it hadn't been proposed to us, so. Let me propose you something, a little something. What if I went in there and did a couple of my little dances? And then, like, what, to bring business in? Oh, yeah, put a couple of Rasta blunts in my hand, did a couple of little dances to the tune of maybe Baby Got Back or something else that's trending. We throw it on TikTok, and I'm talking about, what? Dozens of kids, dozens of people between 18 and 24 showing up at your door faster than you can drop a dime? Um, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it, but How's it business? something that I could, well, I could consider and I can run it past the owner in the morning. How's business over there overall? 
it's decent. I mean, with 2,800 dispensaries in a state that only has 4 million people, it's kind of hard to make, you know. I was wondering about that market share. It makes it difficult. It must do hire employees and still be able to invest in marketing, right? Correct. Well, I got a solution for you. I'm talking about a little TikTok dance. I'm talking about a King Song size blunt, each one of my hands. I'm doing a little dance. And you know why you're giving me a discount? Because I'm a friend of Eli, and he got me lit up onto some communism. What do you say? I mean, what's it What's it going to cost us? A couple gorilla-sized blunts. Well, so can you call me back tomorrow? Absolutely. What time is our meeting? Uh, Cisco will be here at noon. I will so. give you a call at 12 sharp, and I look forward to working with you. All right, yeah. My name is Donna, so just ask for me. Donna, uh, Satchel Rhinestone will be giving you a call tomorrow. All right, thank you. Hi, my name is Jessica with Post Oak Accurate here in Tulsa with Guest Services. We just had a missed call. Um, were you looking for used cars, new cars, or parts or service? Oh, Eli over at the Chrysler place, he told me that you guys were giving a discount to communists and socialists, and I just wanted to call and see if that was real or if he was just trying to get in my head. Okay, let me go ahead and transfer you to the operator, and oh. they can actually get you with the manager. Give me just a moment, okay? Oh, wow, okay. Huh? You think I should do like an Instagram fitness journey? Are you going on a journey or? Yeah, no way of knowing. <laughs> I feel like life's a journey in general, right? Yeah. But I like um, make Instagram and it's like what JT eats and I post everything I eat, take photos of myself shirtless every night and every morning, like flexing. It's just, it's, it's clear. It's obvious. Like there's no changes. <laughs> it's just my journey. I didn't say I had yeah. any specific goals. It's just my journey. Yeah. People are like, what are you trying to do? I'll say, just, I'm just trying to follow my journey. Frankly, that's I'm about just, how far I've made it. I'm just trying to figure out this crazy journey called life. Hey, this is my fitness journey. My fitness journey called life. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, we're all just bouncing around the stars. Am I right? A couple rocket ships. I think I think it could be pretty funny if, like, one day you log everything you ate. It's like kale salad for breakfast, protein shake for lunch, and then for dinner it's like almond butter and toast. But then the next day it's like Chicago deep dish pizza for myself. <laughs> it's like for lunch, like ice cream sundae because I'm a baddie. <laughs> like it's just it's just so hot and cold every day so no one really knows like what the fuck's going on you want to know my favorite little goofs to tell right now when i go into a bar and i get like a, a rum and diet coke and they say oh we don't have diet coke i go okay it's not a crime to be a little bad yet is it <laughs> i say that every time oh oh it's not a crime to be a little bad yet is it i think i'll do a little rum and coke thank you I am. Oh, cool. I'm doing my first tulsa show in like a few days first time i'm doing comedy in tulsa in four days uh, where at? Um, I think the Whittier Bar. I have a poster for it. I'll look it up. I think it's the Whittier Bar. It's actually a place that I telemarketed to check out before I moved here. Yep, Whittier Bar Comedy Night, hosted by Evan Hughes. I actually went last week to check it out, not knowing it was what I was going to be on this week. Oh, I'm on okay. it with the likes of Bo Orcutt. <laughs> awesome name. Bo, B-O, Bo, Orcutt, O-R-C-U-T-T. -T. That's a Hollywood name. Bo Orcutt. Looks like they got a queer art market going on today. Really? Yeah, then karaoke on Monday. And you said uh, it's Evan Hughes that's hosting? 
Evan Hughes, I think he is. Oh, it's crazy. Look at this. Um, yeah, he's like the golden boy of Tolson comedy. He's on every comedy show. He runs every show. Really nice guy. Super chill guy. One of the chillest people I've met in Tulsa. Very sweet. Looks like, uh, do you know that band, The Well? They're from like San Marcos. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're going to be in, they're at the Whittier Bar uh, November 2nd. Do I got to stop in? Dude, you should you should reach out to them and be like, hey, you mind if I do a type five to open up? I'm gonna message the well. Do we know any of those boys? I don't think so. I'm looking them up to see the well. Let's see if they're friends of the pod. The well is just, okay. The well band. How do you see a photo of everyone in that band? They're just so indie. Okay, we got a guy named Graman Ian Graham. Not a friend of the pod. Enemy of the pod, Ian Graham. <laughs> Enemy of the pod, Lisa, Diane, Atley. Enemy of the pod, Jason. So, okay, Jason, I know. I worked at, uh, I worked at um, uh, that place with him that I got fired for pretending to be Sandra Bullock's cousin. This guy worked there. He's tight. Oh, sweet. Friend, friend of the pod, Jason. All right. And you know what? We're we're taking those two people off the enemy list because they're good with Jason. Yeah. No, you should message uh, Jason and be like, hey, it's JT Bullock. It's JT Bullock. I wonder if Jason will remember me. I just remember a lot of people I work with because I'm a chit-chatty dude. I don't really work. I like to chit-chat and gossip. And Jason yeah. was chill. And here's the thing. When I got fired from that place, that guy, uh, Bart, um, yeah. oops, I accidentally like one of his really old photos. Oh, well, that guy, Bart, that fired me. Uh, when he fired me, he didn't actually fire me. I went in and I said, hey, it looks like I'm not on the schedule for next week, but I have one more day on this week. And he didn't stand up or look at me or anything. And yeah. I was like, hey, it looks like I'm fired, man. Nothing. Did I tell you this? Yeah, you mentioned um, you went in, you you like confronted him about it, and you're like, so I'm, I'm fired. And he just kept saying nothing, but then... He like got in your face and was yelling at you out the I door. I said, "Go fuck yourself!" And then after I get behind the counter, he finally stands up. He's like, "What'd you say?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, now like, like I said, go fuck yourself, dude. What a tool." Anyways, he got caught on the clock gambling sports online using company time and company like computer and stuff. So he ended up fucking himself. And Jason told me that story after I ran into him. He was like, "Hey, do you remember how you told Bart to go fuck himself?" I'm like, "Yeah, I actually stood in the cross the alley and made threatening." stuff remarks to him for months he's like what and i was like nothing and he's like do you remember he's like because he fucked himself i was like that's awesome so friends of the pod the well will be performing at what are they called the whittier bar and grill just the whittier yeah. bar whittier bar november 2nd you know you, you mentioned part of the whole moving situation is there's there's like the community like the community inside tulsa of all the uh, remote workers yeah that, uh, have some potlucks or like uh Bake sales. Have you have you done any of those yet? I went to one. It was a bunch of fucking nerds. No, okay, and they were tight. I went to one, and it was like, you know, it, exactly what you'd expect. Tech people from all over the nation. No, like psycho weirdos. Everyone seemed like normal and chill. Uh, uh, I actually went to the rooftop bar. This is I promise to God, swear, true on my life, young Robert, little baby boy Robert, sweet baby Bobby out of Nashville, Tennessee. I'm standing by the bar doing my thing right you know how i post up do my thing try to try to do like a security assessment of the entire room a young man walks up to me and i knew he was walking up to me because i'd already kind of given the area an assessment and i knew this guy okay he's potentially going to be a walk-up walks up to me and he says hey do you have a medium-sized following on tiktok and i said well depends do you 
do you think I'm one of the million guys that looks like me that's like recruiting for white nationalist stuff? Because that is not me. And he said, no, you are the guy that made a fake homeschool to have pizzas for free for an entire summer. And I said, yeah, I am, baby. I'm the free pizza boy from Texas, baby. And he said, yeah, I follow you online. And I said, I love to hear that. Love it. I can't believe you're a Tulsa remote character, just like myself. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, sorry for saying medium-sized following. I was like, no, 15,000 is not a lot online. But that was one show. We've done, yeah. wow, 15,000 people. But that's online. That's I'm in competition with billions of people. I'm not doing very good. So 15,000, even calling that a small to medium-sized following is pretty friendly on his end. Added me on Instagram the next day. And he had a very pregnant wife when I met him. And I, I messaged him. I'm looking for Tulsa friends. I said, nice to meet you, man. And he goes, great. Do you remember how there was a baby in my wife's stomach when we talked? There isn't anymore. And I was like, what an ominous. I was like, I really hope that's like good news. And, you know, it was nice to meet you. He's like, yes, it is. I was like, okay, whew. Because the way you phrased that made me say, oh, my God. I'm so sorry <laughs> to hear whatever happened. Unless it was her choice. You know, I'm where this is a, where, are, we, are we a pro-choice podcast, Robert? We are pro-choice and pro-life here, okay? We, we, okay. We cater to both parties, uh, whichever one will pay us first, really. If I'm pro, like, personally, I'll say, yeah, I'm pro-choice. If you paid me to make this a pro-life podcast, you, you, you bet that little baby killer's wallet I would. I bet. <laughs> you know, I'd go full. I'd lean in, baby. I'm viable. Our, Robert and I's goal as a podcast is to get enough for China to have us pay them, pay us to shill for them or something. Or yeah. um, an evil chemical company. I mean, a potentially really good and misunderstood chemical company. You know, you notice how oil executives are starting podcasts now. You see this where like um, there's one where it's like the CEO of Chevron has one or some shit like that. Or and then um, oh, and then Microsoft, the guy from Microsoft has one called like weapons and weapons and tools. I hear ads for it on like news podcast. I'm not seeing anything. Tools with- and weapon with Brad Smith. Microsoft oh. president and vice chair. He thinks that he's going to try to chit chat me into why, because you know how IBM worked for the Nazis and Microsoft is doing the same thing with like fascist countries all over the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Like he's the same boy. And instead of, instead of being like, yeah, dude, we sell to everybody. Okay. We fucking, we are a business. We are the bad guys and the good guys at the same time. We don't give a shit. He is like being like, Oh, we're actually really smart and neutral, you know, and doing a podcast about it. Techni- a knife isn't objectively bad. A knife is a tool. Yeah, except you made a knife that recognizes people's face when they walk into Walmart, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Technically not a bad thing. Yes, well, I can see your DNA from the way you sneeze thanks to this tech AI that I put into a camera. Thankfully for our new AI technology, we can actually see your face from the back of your skull with our cameras. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know where you are at all times. Hmm. I watched a video of this like young man looking dude, very young man looking dude, who like talked about how he made this program that searches all of the internet for every single photo of you ever and can find it on like the deepest steps of the internet and the way back machine and shit like that. Sounds and like he has like, a has what? Sounds like he has a blood boy. He's young looking and doing shit like that. Has a blood boy? Yeah. You ever you ever heard those like the executives that they, they get those yes. like young virile men and they do the blood transfusions to try and stay young? 
Dude, heavy uncle talking point. Yes. Yes. I dude, I got an uncle's brain. I hear I know exactly what you're talking about. When you said blood boy, I was like, blood boy, he doesn't mean some sort of like young man whose blood he drains into his own blood in order to gather his youth, does he? Yes, Robert's leaning into the uncle lifestyle. You know exactly yeah. We're okay, it's what the elites and the lizards do, right? Yeah, it's I mean that like even even the show Silicon Valley like uh parodied it. It's a real thing too. Yeah. That's what's great. It sounds like something I would just say talking to a dude on the bus or like, you know, the type of like uncle that won't get on Facebook. Like, the, but it's like, oh no, that's real. People really do do that blood thing. Was it, uh, God, was it Dr. Phil's like son that had the rock band or? I got way too into that bunny rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it was called Hundred Handed. And that was the same thing where his dad bought him that band. Um, I think I saw... No, I did not get to see them at Bonnaroo. They were playing Bonnaroo? Yeah. Oh, dude, they clearly got bought to be put on Bonnaroo. They're also... Their music would be played in theaters after the... In between, that was like the licensing deal they got, was for their songs to be played in theaters in between shows. And their problem with their branding is it was like really sexual, but looked like it was for kids. And, and so it's like, okay, dude, is this for like young adults or kids? Because it's like way too sexual to sell the kids, you weirdo. Did you read uh, that article I sent you last night, or did you just did you just see the photo? Mm, I don't remember. I was a little loose last night. I have to take a look. Uh, it was that one about the. Uh, it was that girl I went to high school with. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I only look at photos, dude. I did not read a single word of that too old. <laughs> yeah, dude, I did not even scroll down. I was like, this looks like a sad and interesting story, and I could not take my eyes off this story. Yeah, dude. <laughs> did you read that? I didn't even know there was words underneath it. I was like, wow, something's going on here. I, I just now opened in the art. Miami Herald. Yeah, I honestly, I got to find this girl and tell her, hey, don't do that again you know don't do that you're a bad girl yeah you're you are yeah really you know what i'm subscribing to her of just to make a point in fact pull up the put the put her of put her of in this channel put this put her of in the show description so everyone can go and say you what hey don't you don't hey no you know Okay. Did you know her in real life? Yeah, she went to. So she went to my high school um, up until I think like senior year when she dropped out to like she transferred to like an acting school. But yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure anyone who sees her photo and like reads her story, it's like, oh, she was probably like super privileged, has like rich parents, and basically just from being in that position was able to start a modeling career tried acting um you know i think her biggest credit was she was in a g easy music video which i think for acting that's not that's i think easy. we can admit that's awesome yeah i mean it's cool for it's like g easy uh, to meet this <laughs> oh g easy i'm sorry for the past two minutes i've been I, it's on site essentially anytime any place just you let me know we'll make it happen mr easy no it's... so she was in g easy's music video yeah, she was in one of those, lived out in LA for a while, got a couple million followers on Instagram, 
I guess maybe in the past year, whenever OnlyFans blew up, she was like, you know what? I can do this too. She uh, murdered her boyfriend, which let's see. She's, it said in the article that she stabbed him. So Courtney Clooney, a.k.a. Courtney Taylor, that was like her, that was her celebrity name, Courtney Taylor, which mm-hmm. really fucking original. Um, she was charged with second degree murder with a deadly weapon in the killing of Christian Toby Abumseli. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Back in April of this year. She's currently being held at the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center in uh, Florida. Yeah, so Clinty first claimed that she threw the knife at uh, Toby from 10 feet away, but a graphic description from the medical examiner's office revealed that uh, he actually suffered from a knife wound that was three inches deep in his chest. And the examiner said that was caused by forceful pressure. So yeah, she's like straight up stabbed him. And she was trying to say that it was at what at first? She was trying to say it was like self-defense that he was hitting her and she threw a kitchen knife at him and it just happened to hit him, you know, right in the chest and basically kill him. Mm -hmm. But medical examiner, I think they do a pretty good job of actually being like, no, this is actually what happened. Unless they work for the Clintons. Sure. (laughs) Unless they, unless it was during the Clinton administration. Yeah. Medical examiner takes a look at fucking Gary Webb with two bullet holes in the back of his head. And he's like, yeah, it looks like a suicide to me. Medical examiners seem like a fake job that was made up by people that want to hide, like hide murders. Yeah, pretty dumb take after I said the whole sentence out loud, (laughs) but I stand by it. I didn't know where it was going when I first started saying that sentence. Fuck it, dude. Medical examiner is a bull. Fuck, you know, ACAB. ACAB for medical examiners. So it's like A-M-E-A-B. Yeah. AMAB. ACAB and AMAB. That's our, that's the, the, dude, we've developed two political stances on this show today. I love it. We're, we're getting pretty hot here, you know. As a political organization, we got to take stances like that. Yeah. The Fart Locker Party. But, anyways, so, yeah, obviously the medical examiner is calling bullshit. Uh, Toby's family is calling bullshit on it. And so, so th- this happens back in like April of this year. And when the cops first get on the scene, they they basically believe her story and say, okay, well, you did it in self-defense. We'll let you go. Um, you know, we'll just, it was an accidental death. Was but her then, boyfriend black? Yeah. Oh, dude, I didn't know that when I was making all the jokes about how banging she was. I knew it. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, this is a, yeah. hey, she hate-crimed him and she got away with it. Well, yeah, and so Toby's family was like, no, like, she's getting away with it because she's white and she's privileged and our, you know, our son was black. Uh, Finally, in like August, no, she's being charged with second degree murder. They find her in Hawaii, of all places, and she claimed that she was in, she was there for treatment with PTSD and substance abuse. I think she was hiding out there like a bad, like a bad girl, you know? I think she was just out there just like... Maybe if I get far away enough, you know, I can I can let the heat die down. But she didn't understand. Uh, you got to go international to do that. Got to go international. God, was this your first hate crime that you've committed? What was her name, Courtney? Yeah. God, I, I didn't forget her name. I have her number. I have her photo still. <laughs> you saw photos up of her. Yeah, I mean, come on. I'm mad at her, but the the yeah, she we're upset with her. But people make mistakes. Yeah, this one's only sound human. Like a mistake, though. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think this is the mistake. I think, you know, this was an intentional bad thing that she did. Again, I'm not defending what she did here. It seems it sounds like she committed a hate crime, right? I think depending on what comes out at, you know, finally in the uh, the trial, 
could be a hate crime, just like straight up. Wow. I hate I hate that she did it. I don't I wish she didn't. All all those poor OnlyFan account subscribers. They're not gonna get content probably for is, ever. Is her account still up? Uh you know what? Let's let's just go ahead and she check. needs I'll to let's... keep it up so she can run a little business while she's in prison. Like the dudes that mined bitcoins while they were in there. I feel like though with OnlyFans, um let's see. Oh, it says sorry, this page is not available. Mm. Yeah. Circling she... the wagons and licking the wounds, if you will. Do you still have a Facebook? I do, but I don't log into it. I only use it for marketplace and messages. Okay. Cause like I'll I'll check Facebook maybe like at once a week or every other week just to kind of see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And finding this article about this girl I used to go to high school with, it, that, that's kind of like the reason why I still check it like semi-regularly because like I still got a lot of friends from high school and like even middle school days that, you know, they, they're still on it pretty regularly and like that's where they mostly post. It was my buddy Alex. He posted that article just being like, can't believe, I, you know, I went to school with her and like this is where she ended up is like, you know, damn, you know, small world. You know the other connection this podcast has to the the um the the high media true crime world. Oh yeah. You know Mac Miller. Yeah. The guy that sold him the pills that killed him. I went to a very 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 small private school with him for two years. Was that the like RNC feeder school you were you told us about? So that was in junior high. I got kicked out of that place for my radical ideas. And then I was in freshman and sophomore year at like, essentially like if you go to continuation school and get kicked out of continuation school, you have to go to like a private school in California. And it's like, it was for mostly for kids that did that and for like homeschool weirdos like me. But Cameron is one of the kids that got kicked out of public school and then got kicked out of continuation school. And we got along great. We had a little song. He was hilarious. He was definitely a good friend of mine while we were in high school. And then he went to rehab, one of those weird rehabs that they torture you in the woods, broke out, escaped home. We met up. His dad then called me a few weeks later because he thought that I was a girl and that I, he was, I was like a girl that he was in love with and that he had ran away with. And I was like, oh, no, dude, we just like met up at Club Retro. He disappears for a bit, goes back in with like like juvenile stuff, comes out full on pre SoundCloud type of white rapper, like the more Kevin Federline years of white rappers, and goes yeah. up to my friend Julie Lydell and says, Hey, listen here, Julie, I've learned how to get money, I've learned how to get gold, and I've learned how to get some diamonds, but I never had my jewels. And then puts his arm around her. And I was like, That is the coolest fucking thing on earth. Then he gets super ripped and gets his like whole body tattooed and like geometric stuff. Gets really into drugs. Hits my sister up on Facebook Messenger, and she's like, "No, like you do your thing." Um, got his throat tattooed, and then uh, killed Mac Miller. Sold him bad drugs, not on purpose, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of drug yeah. dealers are just as guilty as he is, but you know, it didn't. He wasn't. He wasn't saying, "Hey, I want to kill me some Mac Miller." Right? He's just a drug dealer that got bad drugs. You know, that's is he guilty? I think what he did was wrong. You know. But uh, hey, I'm just like the, talking about the girl that commits the hate crime. People are people, right? People, she messed up. He messed up. Now someone's dead. So your stance on like drug dealers selling like fentanyl laced coke or just pure fentanyl oh, to someone? Dude, I, have, or, like, I have the worst opinion on pill. that. 
Like, I don't mind. Like, I think, you know, small-time drug dealers are just, like, normal dudes, right? Normal men and women. Bigger-time drug dealers, I'm like, all right, you seem kind of lame, but I think you're just trying to get that money. But then, like, cartel and, like, big smugglers, I'm like, oh, we need to fucking get them. You know what I mean? All those people that own those factories where they're, like, stamping pills overseas to, like, sell as, like, fake fentanyl. I'm like, we should just bomb those places. We should blow up those factories. And I know that sounds horrible. Maybe it is, but it's just, I, I told you I have a bad opinion on that. It's not a good, thought-out opinion. We're going to war, but only against cartels. I'd be like, sign me up, baby. Same if we were going to war with England, though. So I'm, I guess I'm pretty ready to go to war with pretty much anything I don't like, huh? Yeah, sounds like you're horny for war. I'm not, I, so if you told me to go to war with ISIS, I'd say, pick your bet. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to war with ISIS, Robert. Who's I mean, fighting ISIS right now? The Taliban? Uh, well, I thought, well, ISIS is an offshoot of Taliban, right? No, no, ISIS is an no. Taliban is like, was, is called like the students or something. And it was a response. I mean, it is very like American influence, not as American influences, like a lot of other fucking like Mujahideen movements or whatever. Um, but ISIS, I think it's a split off from Al Qaeda. But I mean, Al Qaeda wasn't really a thing until we made it a thing. No one called themselves Al Qaeda until we called them Al Qaeda. It was a really loose group of people. And then we gave it a name. And then ISIS comes from, I mean, essentially, you know, an Al Qaeda outfit claiming the right to a caliphate in a certain area and expanding. Yeah, I think that I think that's where um but Taliban was a response to the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan. Yeah. And the Taliban just means students and it was Muslim students that were just trying to like partake in guerrilla warfare. They got a little more funding than some other people because they weren't Marxists and they were pretty easy to be right wing. And a lot of them weren't like hard right wing. I mean they were hard religious people, right? But that in you know in turn you mean like Rambo Four? Yeah. <laughs> you mean yeah. you mean extra funding from the CIA and yeah. yeah, they get a little love from the boys in the Pentagon. Yeah, good thing we're not missing a hundred trillion dollars or anything. Something bad might happen to this country.
Oh yeah, I'm gonna take Big Randy on a walk. <laughs> <laughs>